I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Aussie Rugby Show in podcast form. If you're new to the setup, you can stay on top of and be a part of what's happening with the show simply by following Rugby Pass and the Aussie Rugby Show on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Enjoy. Great to have you watching the Aussie Rugby Show for another week brought to you by Extra Hop. Stops breaches 84% faster. I'm Lou, joined by Drew, Hoylesy, Sean, as always. Check him out at extrahop.com. I, I just had to get my obligatory plug I, away. I did check him out and it's a great website and I think we could use the help for our website. There's a lot of information on our website. And a lot of breaches on our website. <laughs> yeah, but like I tried to find out where we were filming, what time, and you go on the website and there's nothing like yeah. about I us. Mean, venues, to be honest, details, that's, like what is... What's that's that sort of stuff's probably a bit more sort of inner sanctum, not really. For we have that. like a thousand WhatsApp messages a week, and I go to the website to find out what time we're on. I have to go to Twitter to ask. You know, what we should do? We should post our WhatsApp chats. That would be a laugh. Uh, that would be. Well, I thought that was a safe space. Ooh, you jets on that one. So good to be here, man. So good to be here. What a weekend it was. So good. Do you want to say what got you? What got you? Well, yeah, what got me was actually a big party. I partied hard on the weekend, but it was a different party to normal. It was little Ace, Ashley Cooper's first birthday, Adam Ashley Cooper's. AAC. And and Anna's Ashley Cooper. All all of them are at. They're all AACs, but little Acey boy had uh, his first birthday, so I went around to to their place. Is his name Ace? Ace, yeah. Ace Ashley, that's an awesome name. Strong name. Awesome name. I always felt it was going to be an A. Yeah. When if when they have a, if they have a second child, are they still going to have it? Oh yeah, girl. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd believe so. Yeah. Girl, boy, they'll be A's yeah. all the way through. Uh, what got me? Um, trying to think about what got me. Post Argentinian New Zealand game, it almost like at the time of the new TV deal being announced, it really gave me a big buzz that rugby is actually back, and we've yeah. had a hell of a tough year in rugby, and there's been so many negative things. But all of a sudden next week, the Wallabies play up at Newcastle versus Argentina. The Tri Nations is still alive. Ticket sales went through the roof. Is that correct? As soon as Argentina beat the All Blacks, they are trending. Yep. They mm-hmm. are trending. That really got me. Everyone in this building at Rugby Australia gonna be very pleased with yeah, that. Yeah, we should mention yeah. where we are. Yeah. Good, great segue, Lou. That uh, we're You're back welcome. here at Rugby Australia. Everything's rolling along really nicely at the moment, as you say. Hoylesy around the code as well. Uh, what got me was at the weekend. We'll talk about this a little bit later when we're joined by our special guest, uh, Justin Marshall. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I was sat right next to the Argentinian non-playing group of the oh. weekend in their beautiful highlighter blue track. It was suits. lovely, Air wasn't Max? it? Air Maxes as well. Oh. 
well. Oh, my and God. Part of that kit. Jeez, they can dress. That yeah. crew can dress. Mm. Uh, I hadn't seen dancing and partying like it from an Argentinian Los Pumas outfit since 2015 oh. when Diego Maradona joined them in the dressing sheds post a big win at that World Cup. It was awesome. Mm. They were going berserker. Yeah, they were pumped. That, they? Was my, that was my what got you. Uh, what got me? Dave Dennis, a Giltini, Hoyle's Oh, yeah. So now, so busy on the, uh, yep. on the market there. Yeah, so basically, like, there was, there's been a whole lot of people, you know, having a go at us, telling us why we haven't announced players. And, and yeah, that's not m my job description. But sure. It's Adam Fry. He's the general manager. Also known Adam as Krause. Jerry Krause, <laughs> uh, the fa famous manager of the Chicago The last Chicago dance. Bulls. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> You've named me Jerry Krause. He doesn't like that nickname. but no, anyway. not many would. Yeah. Great general, one of the great general it, managers. As soon as you buy it, it sticks. Yeah, exactly. You never you never deny a nickname or it sure. sticks. But we, all of our players will start to be announced from now until so Christmas. So can you so. give us a bit of a tease? No, I can't give you a bit of a tease. Come on, No, no, I can't. Come so on, He's a good signing as well. Renny he's our Alex Corbusero, yeah, our scrum coach. So Dave, so Dave Dennis is signed. Gee, my mum will be happy with that. My he, mum He's back loves in Australia. Dave Dennis. Uh, Poor fella. He moved back to, flew to Brisbane, had three kids under the age of five, I think, in lockdown. Still probably is in lockdown. Uh, I spoke to him the other day. He was on his third watch of the Croods in about six hours. Just yeah. on replay. So yeah, lockdown. that's hell. But, yeah, looking forward to getting Dave back over to, to LA. Too. Yeah. Tri-Nations Rocks and Diamonds Celebrity Edition this week. Special guest Justin Marshall, All Blacks legend. Great to have well, you on the show. Good How good. Thanks for having me. Now, I'll drink for that. <laughs> Please See, don't. Oh, look at that. No, not Buffalo. Oh. See, oh, that's false accusations false straight away. False accusations. False accusations. Should we just drink? Yeah. <laughs> so besides the result on the weekend, Marshy, how yeah. are you enjoying being in Australia? Yeah, loving it. It's great to be able to be in here without um, obviously having to quarantine. So opening that little window worked perfectly, not only for the All Blacks, for, for uh, us of those that come along following the trip. But um, uh, yeah, it's been great. We're out in Manly at the moment. Mm. Um, I haven't well. been doing the Baywatch. I'm just, you know, running down the beach and <laughs> splashing into the water looking like a peanut. But um, Well, he's the mayor of Manly, so if you need anything... If I official. Anything you need. Man, I got you sorted. Anything you well, need. Well, because it's hard to get into restaurants at the moment, no, so I might have to tap up for this. He's that found his way to a few stuff. restaurants. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> 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 OK, let's get into uh, Rocks and Diamonds from the weekend, Drew. You can kick things off. Uh, rocks, yeah. you go? Oh, Rock. Um, well, Diamond, you go yeah, I'm gonna Diamond. Go, yeah, I'll okay. go Diamond. And to kick things off, nice little segue there. I'm going to go with Nico Sanchez. I thought there's been some good tens that's worn the Argentinian jersey, Maradona, Messi, but now they've got Nico Sanchez. <laughs> I mean, that guy, like, oh, he's a. I, I used to play with him back at Toulon, but he's just equally as good on his left and on his right. That little chip over for his own try off, off his non-preferred foot and then just obviously stepping up onto the tee each time. Mm. The way he controlled the, the game, I thought the speed of the game was going to be really crucial for them, not running out of legs at the back end because they've been quarantining and all, of, you know, all that stuff that we've heard so much about. Mm. thought he controlled the game really well and, uh, and really stood up. So Nico Sanchez, he's, he's my diamond. What about in the lead-up to the game at the weekend, the Pumas released that video showcasing what yeah, they'd done yeah. at home. He did 21Ks around his apartment. Yeah, lap yeah. after lap <laughs> after lap. There's something in that for us, I reckon. Yeah, there is. Marcia, what do you got? Um, yeah, my diamonds was uh, Argentina basically winning the lolly scramble on the ground. And what I mean by that is like when the ball's loose and it's on the ground, no back wants to dive on it. No chance because you get a fly, fly kick in the head or something like that. <laughs> But the, the desperation from yeah. Argentina to want to secure every little piece of um, possession, I think, was just uh, the spirit and the way that they played. And so, yeah, that was my diamond for the day. You often see uh, sides 
whole integrity and character on based on those little yeah. things as well. I'm, I can't go past Pablo Matera. Like no, I just, we've seen so much post game and you know, talking about respect and he's been like that. He's been probably in the national scene for about four or five years now. Prior to that, prior to the didn't do stuff with you at the Waratahs. Yeah, they came out here for about a month, a year for two years in a row, and we just used to train out on that backfield against them. No, the pumpers then. Yeah, and they, they weren't. A, yeah. They were just trialing and getting their way through Super Rugby because they were coming in the next year. And every single time you did in a post session against him, he was this young up and coming back rower, shoulders on. He was always that guy that just took it to the next level. And Hoops was the established Wallaby number seven at the time, and those guys just had fascinating battles, like literally 500 metres away. Mm. But his intensity at training, his intensity every time he takes the field. Uh, he really is a, a, an inspirational leader for their country and, and you could see his performance on, on the weekend. It was outstanding. Mine's another... I thought he was in the running for MVP alongside Materas and Sanchez. Uh, Carreras. And I just like saying his name too. <laughs> <Samuel> Carreras. <laughs> he was awesome coming in from the, the back. back. When yeah. you speak about guys fearless on the ground, mm. up high, he was charging and leaping into everything. Dangerous with every touch. He was so good to watch at the weekend. What about your rock? Anything? Yeah, uh, only rock was the size of the crowd. Yeah. yeah, that was my only downside of what was a historical yeah. afternoon in the end, and there was no excuse for fans not to get out there. We speak often about taking games to the west of Sydney. Well, there needs to be some reciprocation there as well from All Blacks fans yeah. or just rugby fans in general, because it was an awesome afternoon. That yeah. ties into my rock. My rock goes back to South Africa not being here because of the whole we're not going to be prepared, we haven't had enough rugby. Mm. Well, Argentina just showed them that mm. you know what, if you just put all that to the side, you work hard on your own, however you can. In a short period of time, yeah. you can get things done, and and they got it done. And back to the whole Western Sydney thing. Yeah, we always talk about let's take games out there. I want the Wallabies playing in Brisbane as a Sydney boy. I want them playing in Brisbane as much as possible until we get a, the, the crowds that we used to get out there back when you were playing. Yeah, well, I guess off the back of that, and I totally agree. South Africa not being here um, <laughs> hasn't ruined the tournament, but I think them being here would have just made yeah. it, mm. um, you know, incredible. So a bit of a shame, but. I was really determined to come on the show and not disagree with Drew because I knew that if I do that, it's really, it's really going to hurt me. And I've only been on, on here for four or five minutes, so I'm going to disagree because Sanchez, yes, he was brilliant, but for me, he was my rock. Like, honestly, he scored all of their points to try and kicked all of the penalties, including one from, you know, 50-odd metres out. Yeah, he just had to have a slightly off day and we might have got a slightly different result. So he's my rock. <laughs> no, fair enough, I can empathise with that. Look, my rock is actually, the, um, on a large scale, the reaction to... Uh, the result to the to the coach. Like after two losses, everyone wants him gone. Like yeah. they've disappointed him. They've gone through this whole mm. sort of selection process. And after two, obviously they you know they hold really high standards, and, and so they should. But after two games, they're like, let's get him out yeah. already. Like, where do you sit on that? Do you think Scott Robertson? I mean, did you think he should have got it, or do you think that they should already be looking at making a change? Yeah, I think or? if they if they were going to make that appointment, they needed to put their stake in the ground at that mm. stage. They didn't using a rugby union. They got faith in what Foster learned under Hanson and what yeah. they were looking to do in the future. And we're a reactive nation when we yeah. lose, and yeah. I think it's a bit harsh on Fozzie that they've gone that hard at him this early. I'd like to see him ink a twenty-year deal. If those yeah. results continue, <laughs> I say Sonny. He's, he's our diamond. <laughs> 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 on the back of Nico. Anyway, we're not going to bring up Czech then because he's worked some pretty good things yeah. with uh, Argentina, but with Australia, well... <laughs> Mate, it's so funny you bring him up. We'll let us say his name in this building. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Post-game, uh, so they do that lap of honour and he pulls that right in front of me and there's a bloke behind me. He's just in and he's like, Checker, Checker, Checker. He goes, you're fighting 1-1 one, one in Sydney against your backs. We're the wrong fucking team. <laughs> 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 and he turns around and goes, oh, good on you, mate. Like, 
he was all okay with it. Yeah, he later found that bloke in the car. He's not even seen again. Condolences to that man. Well, just talking about coaches quickly, Mario Ledesma, wasn't it amazing to see the emotion from him in the coaching box as he knew they were going to win? It's just incredible. And like what they've been through to just get here and play. That was my diamond, I think, from the weekend, just completely. He's a quality guy and an outstanding coach. And I think he deserved that that victory more than anyone because you know all of that pressure and as a coach he's dealing with 30 players in all different parts of the world he's going through the same thing Murray's got a young family he hasn't seen them but he's got to take on all of their problems which is you know he's got to be a father figure to them all he's got to coach them he's got to discipline them so I, yeah I got a huge amount of satisfaction when I saw him take those couple of deep breaths on his own and just realize mm. how much it meant did you see on the flip side someone that showed all his emotions was Juan Martin Fernandez Lobe he was like jumping out of his chair and <laughs> so, he was so pumped then he sort of glanced over towards Czech and Lobe and oh, sorry and Mario just sort of like the young coach is looking over. Oh, okay, yep, sit back down. Did you see their bench in commentary? Incredible. How, what about him? Amazing. Singing? Yeah, amazing. And, and and all of the reserve players as yeah. well that weren't even stripped were. They, they they they, the time and the adversity that they've had to face, and being here, they told the story of how they you know they got escorted by police and into yeah. the hotel and weren't allowed to do anything mix and mingle, which is the right thing to do. Kept Australia safe. Yeah. But that gets you tight, mm-hmm. real tight as yeah. a team. And man, like you could see that it meant as much to them. Sometimes it's hard as a player yeah. when yeah, yeah. you haven't got the boots on, yeah. eh? Because you feel a little, even though you're part of the yeah. squad, you feel a little left out. Absolutely. It's really hard to get that energy and, and, and emotion. But man, they got it big time. Yeah, they look like a team that really enjoy one another's company. And I'm sure they enjoyed that night. <laughs> it got me going. I was like, you know what? I'm Argentinian tonight. <laughs> well, you got the right mo for it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Pablo Matera's mo is pretty good too. Yeah, I might slip into their team. <laughs> extra hot play of the week time. Sean, what have we got this week? How much quicker does extra hot play reaches? Thank you very much. 84%. Tick that off. Uh, at the weekend, it could only be one man who was in there defending when someone got through, and it was the key match turnover. What about Matera mm-hmm. at the back end? 75 in, yeah. over the top. Gun Stopping berserk. breaches all and day. Then, uh, oh. And what about the eyes on him when he got that? Hey? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, thank God I'm yeah. 50 metres up in the commentary box. Fair yeah. play, mate. You've got it. You can have it. Hey, you take it, take it. Take it home. <laughs> yeah, good luck, and good luck taking that award off him for this week. There he is, Pablo Matera, the extra player of the week. Well, let's uh, dive deep into the Aussie Rugby Show mailbag uh, for this week. And, Marshy, there's a few special oh my ones God. for you, too. <laughs> yeah. We'll let's, take a break. No, there's, there's been no pre-warning here, so whatever comes out, if I react poorly... Okay, let's, uh, we'll save some for later, I think. Uh, let's start with this one from Jamie Sprague on Twitter. New Zealand press seem ready to throw Foster under the bus after two losses, but can the All Blacks really expect to remain as dominant as they once were without selecting players who's, who've left to play in Europe and Japan? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I'll seem to is probably um, inaccurate now because they have thrown Fozzie under the bus, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's the way that New Zealanders react, and he'll wear that. Um, secondly... No, the All Blacks will, will believe in their depth. I don't think we're lacking talent. Um, there's just a little bit of lack of synergy and rhythm mm. in the way the All Blacks are playing at the moment and they're under pressure. But uh, if they open up that bridge to, to the Northern Hemisphere and allow All Blacks to come back, similar to what Australia are doing with pretty strict criteria though, um, I don't think we could, we could stop the flow um, from players being poached. So I don't see it happening. Okay, um, this is a bit of a different one from Hugh, also on Twitter, Hugh96. How many pairs of boots do you have a season? Is it just the flashbacks who seem to have new oh, kicks yeah. for each game? I used to always like to wear white ones, so once they sort of started to go a bit off-white, then I'd get a, a new pair. But, I mean, that was obviously because we were really fortunate to get 
a number of boots given to us by various different sponsors and things. Mm. But yeah, it wasn't necessarily about the tread of them. It was more about the colour of them. Once they, you know, I need to look like nice and white and bright. What about you? you were... Yeah, look, I was a bit, a bit, a bit the same. I yeah. sort of held on to them for as long as I. I, I... One of the, my idiosyncrasies was that I had to always clean my boots, mm. regardless. And a lot, of, I know a lot of young players don't do that anymore. Yeah. But I would scrub them. And way back in the day, did you, did you have dubbing? Dub yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Just to give that little, just give that, oh mate, just oh. get that little sheen on them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was when boots were black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was the same pair all year. I'd run them into the yeah. ground. Yeah, yeah. Right. I used to train in a lot of different boots. So I could never play in new boots, so okay. yeah. I just have a dubbing addiction. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, okay, Sheepy uh, on Twitter. Anyone behind another behind the scenes question? Has anyone ever successfully got revenge on Eddie Jones? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he got us pretty good, didn't he? <laughs> Fair to say, he won that one, sure. Uh, Are you planning something? I don't think there's coming any coming I back. No, I think you leave that one. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. everyone just sort of just says, you know what, you can have this one, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not worth it. Okay, uh, Ollie Lucas on Instagram. Uh, this one is for you, Marshy. Tell us how you really feel about Bar Byron Kelleher. Oh, <laughs> well, funnily enough, I just bumped into Byron after not having seen him in quite a long time. Yeah, um, yeah there'd be. It would be fair to say that we we clashed, and that's putting it politely. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, deep down, how do I really feel? Uh, this goes. You're too popular with this show. <laughs> This, oh, I know how popular honest, it is. No he way. You won't go anywhere. No, no. He's no but, okay, so no, it's fair to just... say you and Greg's were quite close and you are still very close. Yeah. And, and Greg... We don't, but put it this way, Byron and I don't barbecue, we don't beer yep, together. But you were with okay. George, were you? With every other halfback And that's what's kind of, you look in that whole four more years, that was where like, it was mm. almost like Greg's was yep. on your side of the fence there. Yeah. But he gave the, the four more years to Byron. Yes. That's what I mean, he gave it to Byron. Yeah, exactly. He would never have done it to you. No, he wouldn't There was a really good mutual respect there That's right, yeah. You know, often there's stories about players having dust-ups at training and stuff. More so, usually in the Fords. Did you ever have one with him at training? At training, we avoided each other, but in games, we had quite a few dust-ups. In fact, I got accused of stomping on him and got suspended for that. And I professed that it was an accident, but I now must How do you plead? I plead guilty. I've got a theory, and it's it's hookers and halfbacks that really clash within teams because props, locks, back rows, tens, twelves, they all seem to have a little bit more versatility, but hookers, they compete with one person, halfbacks, they compete with one person. So the intensity in teams between hookers and halfbacks is always a little bit fiercer. Same with that competition with Greg's. Gregan and Mac Burke, VU and Christian Cullen in a round of golf. Who wins? Uh, well, given that Christian Cullen plays basically six days a week, <laughs> and I've been trying to get Berkey out in the golf course since I've been here, and we're three weeks deep, and his, his role on TV is yeah. too important. He's got a real job. Oh, mate, yeah. he's relentless. so yeah. anal about it. So uh, I, would, I would say that we would win. Okay. I'll Probably not it. from any of my doing, but yeah. just my partner. Go get him, Cully. Yeah. Uh, Russell the Rugby on Twitter. What's the loosest anyone has seen David Pocock get? Ah. Oh. Uh. I think he scaled a mid-strength once, didn't yeah, he? I was going to say, the loosest I see him is in warm-up when he's stretching his hammies. <laughs> you yeah. don't see David, David Bogart well too loose. Yeah. Mm, okay, let's uh, continue on. Oh, this one. I love this one. Uh, ben Kimber wants to know, who helps Steve tie his shoelaces before the show? <laughs> There's very little information out there about this. Bit of background for you. You were wondering what time. There's a lot of messaging on these WhatsApp groups. and there's You are hopeless. Yeah, You're most disorganised Muppet. I've got iTunes issues. My phone doesn't work <laughs> that often. You call us randomly for video chats? I found out last week that there was an, a website to the show. like, And, and I checked the website <laughs> this like week to find out. We're like 26 episodes in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've had a website. I checked the website to see 
see where and when the show was going to be on this week, and they don't have it. We don't actually put it on the website, so yeah, I do my own shoes. <laughs> have a chat to me, boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Instagram. Micklet Doctor, I think it is. Uh, what can be done to help this struggling AB's side? <laughs> what can be done, Marshy? In his words. Yeah, look, I think um, the ambition to play, probably. At the moment, I think uh, the All Blacks are playing reasonably predictable. Um, mm. Obviously, when you're under back-to-back -back losses and under that type of pressure, then you can go insular. I think we're probably not playing the style and the brand that mm. probably you guys know and, and that brings some of the expected players in the team into the game, playing a bit direct, but over non-New Zealand-like, so. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Use the ball. Don't, don't play touch rugby, but I think play a bit more expensive. Did, did you us. think they went the wrong way by resting a few of their starters in the last game against the Wallabies? Yeah, I think they got their, a bit of their rhythm out of sync. Yeah. yeah, I thought they got their started to get a lot better in that game. And then when you take away key playmakers, yeah. guys like you know, Aaron Dane Smith Coles, and that yeah, and yeah. as well, you know, it's, um, it, it can upset the rhythm. And then they've obviously tried to rejig it just by throwing the players Back in. in yeah. But it hasn't and worked. we're really feeling for you. Like, oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hurting us. I could tell it when I walked in here. <laughs> what did you say something about it? Go look at the trophy yeah, cabinet yeah, or something? Yeah. I was like, we're building oh, up. We're building up. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. okay. And Marsha, we like to talk about hair on this show. Quite often it comes up. I hope I'm not going to get in trouble for asking this one. No. Nathan on Instagram, 30 years of frosted tips and counting. <laughs> are you ever going to give it up? He wants to know. I know. Jeez, and I'm nearly... I'm, I'm 47 now, and I still spend two and a half hours, two and a half hours at the hairdressers. Thanks, Drew. I really appreciate it. And then, you know, I came striding in here, and I've, this is all natural because I've been in the sun in Australia for three weeks, yep. so my hair blondes in the sun, and then my old mate here had a brand new haircut. Look at that thing. Hey? Yeah, I've, I was feeling a little bit jealous as well. I was like, yeah, I haven't got many left, It's time for me to move. Uh, I'm not really... You don't have, have too many haircuts left, let's be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you need someone in Manly, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, you'd know somewhere to and, go. And no to. doubt you, no, could, uh, you could give oh, me a good uh, hairdresser. It'll give me some few a few foils and... Uh, <laughs> and That's enough for hours. A few, a few lattes. And, uh, it's an experience, not just a haircut. Right, absolutely. You won't, go, you won't go unhappy, that's for sure. <laughs> on that note... Justin Marshall, thank you so much for joining us here on the Aussie Rugby Show. Absolute pleasure to have you on. My pleasure, anytime. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, Cheers. Okay, heard all about Argentina and the All Blacks on the weekend. Let's move on. Weekend forecast, Argentina and the Wallabies. What do the Wallabies need to look out for now? Well, 
all 15 of those Argentinians standing in front of them. I, I thought the, the way they pressured the All Blacks with their intensity, their line speed, the, the, the defensive unit that they worked as, because that's what they did. They worked as a unit the whole time. I think often is the case when the All Blacks pick a team apart, it's because you don't work as a unit. You, some go sort of one out and you leave those little cracks and, and they exploit them. And I don't think they gave them too many of those opportunities on the weekend. So I, I think the Wallabies will, fight, will be faced with a, a wall of defence and they need to find a way to, one, slow it down, but then two, try and break it down and, and maybe attract numbers to break down so then maybe find some, uh, some room on the edge. Everyone is talking about how good the Argentinians defended, the strength of their numbers in contact. I was just equally impressed, probably more so impressed with the speed of the recycle, how quick they were able to get themselves over the advantage line yeah. and just, and they play, they don't play with as much structure as most other sides. Mm. So they actually give freedom for players to just pick and go through the middle. If they see something down the short side, they go. So that actually makes it a little bit, them a bit more vulnerable for turnovers, but their reaction and their speed to get in and win their own ball, I think that's a really threat. And that, that eventually over time, that sucks in defenders, which is what opens up space out wide. So their ability to get quick ball against the All Blacks, who are a side known for slowing down opposition ball, that was the great strength of theirs on the weekend. But conversely, let's not forget what Australia put on the board against New yeah, Zealand a week earlier. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they were terrific. They made a number of steals and big yep. defensive players of their own against the All Blacks. So I reckon they'll be okay. Oh, yeah, I, I, it's going to be a hell of a game. Like, yeah. the fact that it's got looking or heading towards... How good is it that good. the Tri-Nations is alive? Yes. Yeah, it's it's a, a good big crowd. Mm. The Newcastle up there, they get, they're, very, they're very passionate about their sport. They've got a great club rugby competition in Newcastle. And they've, they probably, two weeks ago, thought, oh, Australia versus Argentina. Who knows, might go if I'm available now. I'm led to believe it's hard to get tickets. Yeah. Mm. I think one thing that the Wallabies need to do is make sure that they <clears throat> get them on the back foot as many times as possible, whether it's through tactical kicking or, or kicking for territory or whatever it might be. But every time that the Argentinians had a roll on, they got quick ball, the All Blacks just couldn't, couldn't stop them. They kept getting advantage on. And then Nico Sanchez was sitting in the pocket when he wanted to, and he was just doing what he, what he wanted without too much pressure. But if you can slow that ball down or if you can maybe hit a box kick but then whack them on it so they're going backwards already or whatever it is so that's stopping that just that wave of um, momentum that they've got coming at you, I think they've got to find ways... Um, many different ways through, throughout the game to stop that momentum that they've got to get what, on front football. What normally uh, halts the Argentinians' attack is they play with such high risk, high speed yeah. that becomes errors, and they manage on the weekend to be able to do it with so minimal amount of errors. Yeah. Like they, they just didn't make mistakes, and, that, and that's the difference between what we saw four years ago and the last three years. We're, we, they've seen patches where the Wallabies are up by... So the Wallabies were down by 30 points at half-time. Yes and then another side comes out yeah. and it's completely different. So just their ability from playing no rugby to warm up trials against like an Australian Barbarian side, to, to, but to play that speed with so little errors, phenomenal. How hard is it to stay up a second week mm. running after yeah. you land yeah. the biggest result yeah. in your country's history? This training week, that's gonna be the hardest part to How manage. They manage yeah. that. What they do there. Like, there's never been an issue with getting the Argentinians up for a game of footy, but if you drain them throughout the week and there's some very intelligent people running their programs, I think they'll be up for it. There so. would have been some dirty air today, I reckon. Yeah. Running around, you know, just getting getting that out <laughs> of Give the system. Give them the background on dirty air. Yeah, yeah, dirty, it's sort of like yeah. a bit of that diesel that comes out of you after yeah, sure. weekend, you know, yeah. that first training <laughs> session back. Yeah. <laughs> a few fumes maybe, you know, coming through your pores or whatever. But, yeah. um, but I also thought it was interesting to see Pablo Matera 
talk about what Michael Checker said to them. He's like, mm. what are you guys waiting for? Yeah. You've got big players, you've got creative players, you've got players with X Factor. Like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Like, you've got everything that you need. And we what they did, like that for but years. what they didn't feel like they had was probably the belief. And they went from that point just going, you know what? Yeah, what are we waiting for? Like, and they'd start, and because that's the thing with, with mindset. You sometimes hear it when people are doing interviews. Oh, we think we can do this, or we're, we think we're in a great place, or we hope that things go well, rather than we believe we'll win this. Yeah, mm. we know we will. Like it, there's a difference. It's Pablo just said that. in that terminology. He yeah, said he it's woke just up. About belief. Yeah. He woke up and said we are going to win mm. this game. Yeah. Can I throw some weekend props at you three? Please. Let's start with Marika Korobiti. How many people does he break this weekend <laughs> combined with ball and without over or under 11 and a half? Oh. Tackle breaks? Well, no, so he can break them with the ball or without. You know, oh, I saw him. I'm going over. Over? I'm going over. Yeah. yeah, let's, let's go over because we need him to have another big game. Yeah. yeah. Lee, you got a number? I'll go under just, just oh. for... Just, just to keep yeah. it spicy. Yeah, you Australian. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's 100%. The longest penalty or convert... Uh, longest penalty, rather, landed by Reese Hodge over or under 52 and a half metres. 52 and a half. He's got more in him. Than that. He's got more in him. Yeah. He's got a, He's I guess land it comes down to the opportunity. Yeah. I'll say over. Yeah, yeah. Over. Over. Okay, yeah. overs all the way around. Uh, and lastly, how long the Argentinian anthem? Three hours or three and a half? <laughs> <laughs> how good is their anthem? They get it's right into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to sing along with them. It's so good. Um, you're completely fine with this whole gambling thing. You're very much always trying to encourage us to get on unders and overs and stuff. You're, you're down with it? You if someone's taking it? bets on the Argentinian <laughs> anthem, good luck to them. Uh, should we talk about Wallaby's team and changes that we're going to see potentially? Obviously, a few forced ones, Lucky Swinton suspended, yeah. who comes uh, in, in the number, with the number I, six look, jersey. I think prior to that, I, I thought Ned had two really good tests prior yeah. to that and still made a pretty good impact. So... I, I can see him, Rob Valentini, I could see him going Maybe in. even Selakai Loto on the... On yeah, the, you know who's been... Six. Apparently, we didn't get to see much of this or hardly any because it was only on the stream. They say Nicerani had a really good yeah. couple of games mm. against Argentina in the warm-up game, so wouldn't be surprised if you see Big Issy back. Okay, uh, prediction? What well, yeah. to win? By how much? Five. Ooh, what time's kick-off? I've said it every time, yeah. every game. Yeah. Night, it's a night-time kick-off, night it's not, kick not twilight. And yeah. it's in Newcastle. I oh, know it's in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a website. on our website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go high scoring game. Yeah. High scoring game and wallabies to win by seven points. I'll take Wallabies by 13. Well, guys, I reckon Wallabies by 10. But you know what? While you're watching on the weekend, get involved with rugby time for a VB. You know the drill, guys. You buy a case of VB online at BWS. You use the promo code TARSVB to receive free delivery. What could you win, Sean? Oh, you can win one of three icebox, a bunch of merch. You can get so much great gear just by ordering that way. I ordered from BWS on Sunday, actually. I got myself... A, uh, a carton and some um, CCs as well. Yeah. It was there in like 45 minutes. Insanely exciting. CCs as in uh, the chips in their back? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that, and then once you land that, Lou, the next thing you have to do, it's so easy, post a photo on Saturday night of you and your mates watching whilst you're drinking your BB stubbies and you're going the running to win the most incredible so good. pack. So Call good. So it's two thousand dollars at World Rugby Shop kit for your rugby mm. club. So it's not just for you; you can share it around. Oh, yeah. uh, two VB ice boxes, cases of VB, the VB budgie, budgie smugglers. Like everyone wants a pair yeah. of those, oh. surely. And you and your mates uh, can get involved with getting the most creative, best entry. And we'll we'll decide. Yeah, we'll decide. I've, I've been a little bit on tags on the screen. Like there's, a, there's a real there's opportunity there. Yeah. For yeah. Someone a wiggle really room for someone to us. Yeah, a lot of people want to add comments and stuff to the show and give us a hard time. Yeah, they've got but, time doing it, yeah. to do that, but not to take a little photo. Post a photo exactly. and tag it, and yeah. all the tags are on screen, Lou. What a way to get involved. Rugby, time for a VB.
Okay, what about our uh, favourite segments? Fast becoming our favourite segment mm. here on the Aussie Rugby it's Show. It's a low bar, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the second same is... Comments Corner, what do we got? Uh, Lou, I'll jump straight into it again. YouTube this I week. I proceed with caution to this. Yeah, so, YouTube is Sometimes our go-to it. again. Keep them coming, folks, whoever uh, wants to lob them in there. Sam Orders... Uh, Throws one in and says, Hoyle's at the end from last week. We've got a website, that true, question mark. Sam Waters is confused about your lack of knowledge around your own show, as we all are. Yeah, I just didn't know how to website. Like, there's a lot of information gets thrown up on our WhatsApp group and there's hashtags. And, and you're super busy because you've got a recovery centre right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's recovery yeah. Center, right. It's called recovery because <laughs> just thought it's the easiest way. We've got it few kids and yeah. we've got a website at least we know we're educating ourselves on the run more shout outs from new zealand and south africa as well we love you guys being a part of thanks it. for just coming south africa actually no you didn't come out sorry carry on <laughs> way to keep everyone watching <laughs> yeah. muppet good uh, on you mate johnny lee any chance of getting the badge you're on well the badge Ooh. he's just had uh, shoulder surgery what happened it's something on the SAS. Yeah, Nick Cummins. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he would come in for what we get paid, which is essentially <laughs> half a bag of chips mm. and some warm VBs that have been sitting in your backyard for two weeks through. So uh, lucky you get them. He's welcome, Johnny, but I don't know that he'd come in for the offerings that we've got for him. <laughs> uh, he's a bit above our pay bracket these days. <laughs> Avish says, well done to Maybe you. Maybe offering the rose. Avish says, well done to you. I'm predicting the result last week. Oh, you called Argentina. I, I, yeah. Well, you know. Mm, wow. I, I, kind of, I kind of went 90% of the way. That'll, that's, that's sometimes enough. that's, that's enough. enough. Yeah, sometimes uh, that's enough. What? <laughs> Bill Stainton says, Stephen Hoyles' flow is next level. What does that mean? The others can't keep up with you. you I think nice it means flow, that you've got good flow, good Billy vibe. Billy boy. Yeah. We we're uh, just quickly before the 2015 World Cup, we had a game against America in Chicago, and we had a couple of guys like sitting behind us that had, you know, started pretty early. We weren't playing. Myself and Adam Ashley Cooper was like, "Hey, Swoop, have a fireball. Let's have a fireball with Swoop." And then he's like, "Hey, Hooper, you got nice flow." <laughs> so you got okay. some nice that's flow. It. You got Maybe that's flow. something you need to learn to going over to LA and just yeah. you've got to find you got the flow. You got teams. it. Okay. Um, nice flow. I got body shamed. Oh, <laughs> it's been a while. No, not again. Hey, oh. <laughs> it's been since like episode twelve How since is this has happened. Um, Alex, <laughs> mum. Yeah. Alex Downham says Sean Maloney has the lungs of a world class freediver. It is inspiring <laughs> watching him not breathe out for an entire episode. <laughs> I, okay, so for the, you might criticise his weight, but a couple of things Sean is really good at. He's very good at airports, and he's <laughs> exceptional at climbing. Isn't that true? Sean? Yeah, but that doesn't make up for my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Don't worry, mate. It, look, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a tough week going ahead, but you can get to it, all right? Uh, Trey Roberts, um, this is off the back of last week's episode. If you haven't yet, climb back into it. Uh, I'm confused by the thumbnail. I thought it was going to explain the game of hodgeball. After watching the entire clip, I'm still left with no explanation of what hodgeball is. I think it's the game of dodgeball with Hodge's face Re on it. Yeah, that's Some people take what we say on here. Like, did you, there's yeah. also a lot of chat around us talking about Trump raiders. Yeah. We were literally I was going to work out for that. Hot button topic, that one, yeah. Trump. Uh, again, more love coming in out of New Zealand. I love it. Rob Clink, and I'm going to have a chat with Knee Boy about this because Clink is right on the button with this. He says, look, guys, I love this show and I'm a Kiwi, but please get a bigger table. <laughs> the small table, knee-touching look gives me anxiety. 
Well, it gives me anxiety too because I can't breathe out, Clinky. So I have a chat to Kneeboy. What are your guys' takeaways on that? Should we uh, get a bigger take? I think he should maybe meditate because that helps with my anxiety and, and talk to someone. I think he has to realise the budget we've been working on. Um, we're yeah. in a different place every week. Yeah. We don't get to choose our tables. Yeah. Most of us sleep on the floor at the moment, so to have a stool on the table is a win. I was going to leave this one out, but you three wanted it in. And it comes from Mr Clean. And Mr Clean sort Poor of name. comes in, he calls himself Mr Clean, comes in off the long run, uh, would like to have Campo in. He doesn't quite enjoy your uh, drinking stories. Yep. He wants to have a discussion about the Israel flower firing where everyone doesn't take the PC line. Uh, but that might then me needing to give up the female host who apparently, according oh. to Mr Clean, nobody's listening to anyway. Aww, so so, just, so here's your chance to respond to Mr Clean or you can choose your I camera. Don't think I'm, You're fine with if, it? Well, if well, I'm just not. his well, opinion. These guys aren't fine with it. No. So firstly, let's be clear, he wants more Campo. I can cop that. Campo, the only other person that wants more of Campo is Campo himself. Yeah, yeah. But Campo, that's okay. But more Israel Folau. That is so 2000 and... I don't want more of that. Like, that is ridiculous. We're not that show either. We're not that... Yeah, that show. And, mate, why you don't want to hear from a female host? What are you, some filthy misogynist? Yeah. I I would unsubscribe if I were you, because we don't need people like that. Mr Clean, we don't want you, and you're an asshole. Flog. We've got your back, Lou. Thank you, Tim. So said by the man with great flow. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) What got you this week? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, before we go, I know we're about to wind things up. Uh, Really sad news through the week with Greg Groudon passing away, who was an iconic Australian rugby writer for a long, long time at the age Mm -hmm. of 60. So our thoughts with his uh, immediate family and friends as well. He left a massive, massive imprint on the game mm. here in Australia. Uh, I used to I religiously read his Ruck and More column. He had a wonderful way with words. He was the main journalist probably throughout our playing career at the Herald. Mm. One of the main, there was obviously a couple at the Australian, yeah. there was Jimmy Tucker up in the mail. But look, to be fair, I don't even remember if he was a player, uh, a journalist who was harsh or he liked me. I don't even know, but I always knew that he was fair. Mm. And in a world full of people that can put comments online that are without their name, they can sit behind comments, mm. faces. He he went out there, he put his balls on the line every time. and He was right so yeah. often yeah. as well. You'd have a tidbit and then a couple of weeks down the track. I had a, an experience with him when we were doing a doco back in 2014 where he very generously gave me time. Yeah. Off to his house in Lane Coast, sat down for an hour and a half and my producer totally stitched him up. Totally stitched him up. When I was watching it back, watching the doco go away, I was like... Oh, I'm going to get killed for this. And sure enough, I got an email from him saying, mate, like, what are you doing? Like, he called me out on the spot, but that's what he was all yeah. about. Mm-hmm. He called people out and, um, and we're poorer for not having and him in rugby anymore. I guess another good indication of the imprint that he had was all the other publications that he competed Massive. against going out and, yeah. and you know, and yeah. giving him sort of like a, a glowing sort of send-off, I suppose. So you, very much, You know, miss. as a journalist, Lou, like, there's a fine line. The, the journalists have to stay on the other side. They don't become matey. So you mm. see him on tour and... You know, like they're at training, but they're not really there. And so for a while you kind of think, well, I can't spend any time with that person. But mm-hmm. then you see the response from the other journalists when they lose one of their own. And it sort of, yep. anyone who stays in rugby journalism for 40 years has yeah. got to be doing something right. And they're all having a drink tonight, I believe, all the, the oh, Sydney good. print journalists uh, in his honour, which is lovely and, and great to uh, hear from, you know, people like Eddie Jones, who obviously Grado would have written terrible things about yeah. probably at different yeah. times, but uh, had some quotes over the weekend, you know, just to say... 
his pay his respects. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, very sadly missed. Very sadly missed. Uh, we're going to wrap things up for another week. Drew, Hoylesey, Thank Sean, you. thanks so much. Good show. Great thanks, to see you again. Thanks yeah, for your company. Show, yeah. Great fun. flow, especially yeah. from you. <laughs> thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next That's week. That's it. Don't forget to subscribe to stay on top of the show with new episodes dropping each week. And remember, if moving pictures are more your thing, you can catch the show at rugbypass.com or via the Aussie Rugby Show on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends. You know the drill. See you next week.